Welcome, Welcome to, to Power, Power of X-Men, 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 the greatest, the greatest comic book podcast in all of the multiverse. During the whole making of X-Men and the casting of X-Men, I was there in the production office. Remember, you don't need to scream for help when Banshees are around. Was it supposed to be Jean or was it supposed to be Madeline? I drew that image and a deliberate hint. Things to come. What makes Marvel Legends so special? Just the partnership with Marvel, you know, continuing to work with Jesse Falcon. This is your special guest host, Mr. Sinister. <laughs> you, know, you would never put Storm in a ponytail. That would be well, weird. You could, but that would be weird. <laughs> but giving it to Jean kind of made her the girl next door that everybody could talk to. When I met Stan, he was very gracious and, and, and very kind. This is the Power of X-Men podcast. I am your host, Dayspring. Hope you survive the experience. All right, true believers. We are back with issue three of Trial of Magneto. And of course, we've assembled our little Trial of Magneto posse here. Our first guest being Ascani Sun. Hi, I'm... Sorry, I'm, I'm picking up a psychic disturbance. This issue was just so all over the place. I, <laughs> I can't, I can't decipher it. Oh my god, are you gonna faint? I, I, I may need Emma's help. <laughs> <gasps> Audible gas. I forgot <laughs> about that lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, folks at home, Scotty Sun is dressed up as Marvel Girl with his with his dishwashing gloves. <laughs> I got. I had to have something, so you know these were like the last. These were the last ones. It was either this or a blue pair, and I'm like, okay, yellow. You kind of even doing dishes. You you did. I just got done. You just got done doing dishes. I just got done doing the dishes and saving the world. So there we go. But you did this Mm. today. You literally did this today. I did like a couple hours ago. I just went to Walgreens, got a big um, yellow um, poster board, cut it out. It's a little rat, a little um, haggard right now. You know, I just got done battling a bunch of these uh, <laughs> kaiju monsters, but you know, I, I I don't even know where to begin with the kaiju. But the I other <laughs> voice on the podcast is, of course, Holofem, aka Petra. Yay! Yeah. Woo! Petra, you're getting ready for your own Hellfire Gala tomorrow Damn. night, and you were showing us your rogue costume, and it looks immaculate. The jacket yeah. looks amazing. She just tried that on for us, so top notch. Thank you. Well, with all the psychic interference going on, I better arm myself. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. <laughs> and I, I'm sorry. I'm trying to get the truth from your mind. I just, I, Emma, where are you at? <laughs> darling, I'm right <laughs> here. Sorry, darling. I'm sleeping with your husband. <laughs> I haven't even, oh, no. I haven't been, there hasn't even been grass on my grave grown yet. <laughs> Until uh, you had the audacity to come back to life. Again. Again. <laughs> um, guys, I wish we were meeting under better circumstances because we started reviewing Travel Magneto because we think Leah Williams is a phenomenal writer. Yes. We love Wanda. We know there's there's supposed to be a big story with Wanda happening, and issue three was kind of how, how would we describe this issue? 
Who starts? <laughs> Me. Okay, the one who asks. Um, I'm going to start with the two things that were not in this issue. Mm-hmm. The, the first one being Magneto. Yes. Because I looked and Magneto is featured on exactly one page and a couple of spare panels kind of in the background. And the one page he's on full spread, he's getting beat up again, mm-hmm. which I was joking about last episode was like, oh, is he just going to get beat up every episode? Apparently he is. So that's happening. Um, the other thing that's not in this issue is a trial. Because no trial. Nope. And Northstar makes like a valiant effort like to remind Magneto and the readers that like, yeah, we still got beef. This isn't over. And I have to sh- like shake out my best little Thor name and be like, is it though? Like, <laughs> Sorry, spoiler free. It's like two pages after that sentence is uttered. It's pretty clear there's not going to be a trial anytime soon. So, I mean, all right, here we are. This is issue three. Issue three. Yeah, it it just seems like the story kind of got stuck in the mud a little bit and no one knows how to get out of it. It's, uh, yeah. Oh, that's a great way of putting it. Yeah, I I just, you know, I was reading it. I'm just thinking it was just kind of going in different directions here. Uh, a lot of the characters really were not sounding like themselves. And yeah, it's like Petra just said, Magne- Magneto, where, where is he at? He was just in one page and it's like the trial of Magneto. Where is it? I maybe characters, the characters sounded more like they had to service the plot instead of themselves. Like they had to get everything right. from a B and C. And I didn't really feel a fluidity with the, with the words, with the conversations, and even the scenes just felt very stiff. You know, to go back to that North Star scene, that was probably my favorite scene where he's here like, don't you fucking touch my husband again. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, I, I think I didn't, I wasn't as crazy about the setup for that fight last issue. But this issue, I'm like, you know what? Good for North Star saying that right there to, to, to good old Magnus. But is it in character for him? He seems to be like the voice of reason among many things. And he's like, Quicksilver, I can excuse because he's grieving and he's just pissed. But Northstar, I expected a little bit more. Um, this is a situation where I would have expected Northstar to do the old like collar grab, like whatever, you know. But mm-hmm. the fact that he just goes from zero to bar brawl, is, mm-hmm. it was a little jarring for me. And yeah, no, I get it. I get it. You know, he like, he, you know, uh, did bad things and like put your husband in danger there for a minute. But that was a little extreme for me for him. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they had to kind of shoehorn another Magneto attack in there, you know, attack on him, Magneto, yeah. and then done. Okay. So to kind well, of remind us that Magneto is still there. <laughs> Magneto is still <laughs> okay, there. Okay. Look. So why don't we start at the beginning where. I guess a we'll call her younger Wanda, younger model Wanda, like sort of <laughs> appears, has no memory of what's happened in her life since like forever. I, I mean, so this is like pre-vision and Wanda even getting married. Did I read that correctly? Yeah, because she's like wife, what? I mean, we can definitely you call and her my wife. Yeah, then she's like, wife. I mean, this is definitely Wanda, the teenage witch Ooh. right here. <laughs> Some would say with a capital B. <laughs> Ooh. Not us, though, so, because I love No, 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 no. We love Never. our Wanda here. We do. 
But yeah, I thought for the, the first thing that came to my mind was really, this is like the, first of all, I don't even know where to begin. I'm sorry. I'm a little flustered. here. First of all, <laughs> why wouldn't someone just be like, who resurrected Wanda with an old backup? Right. Why, why isn't that the first logical question? Then the next thing they're like, oh, this is like a old backup. You know, Charles said that they had a backup of Wanda. But I'm like, teenage Wanda? Really? Like mm-hmm. up until really access, they should have up until access, in theory, backup right. of Wanda. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it, you made a good point with nobody questioning who did this. I mean, the most they said was. Uh, especially with the conversation between Gene and Rachel was, you know, I thought, you know, or Gene saying that Charles warned us that this was going to be a, um, oh, uh, an older version of her, but we don't know, like, you know, when did that backup stop? And so it, it was just kind of a little jarring. She kind of just felt very, I don't know, Stepford wife type, just kind of robotic and. Um, Why? <laughs> huh? Yeah, like it's just like one of Wanda Vision, like, oh no, what's happening? <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's exactly what it was. It's just, it's, it's very first episode, Wanda. Mm. So, yeah, and like, I don't want to jump too far ahead because I do want to talk right. about that uh, mm. Captain America North Star Kyle scene. But Aww. you know, the the scene where Rachel and Gina are like, let's give her her greatest hits. Like, first of all, <laughs> that was mean. It that is bad shit. <laughs> Secondly, Gene, you were fucking dead during House of M. How can you give someone else their memories? I still don't. They did that with Teen oh. Jean, where she read Beast during all new X-Men. So fine, whatever comics. But I still don't understand the logic that Gene and Rachel, who were not present for a lot of Wanda's greatest hits, could even have those memories to give to her and also i think that was fucking awful like hey hey holofem you have no memory of who you are here's everything bad you've done to us in the last like 20 years because everybody knows what to do with an amnesiac is to hit him over the head with a hammer (laughs) (laughs) foolproof right lizzie borden style that'll do it Oh, yeah, here's some, here's all the shit you've ever done. Guess what? Everybody hates you. Bye. Bye. Hey, Wanda, guess what you, remember when you decimated a, a bunch of mutants? No? <laughs> well, you do now. <laughs> and she's like, no, no, no. And then here come kaiju monsters. <laughs> oh, my God. And then literally the next interaction they have is basically telling her, now go stand in the corner and think about what you did. Just, like, just. Bye, we're going. You stay here. One thing that kind of interests me, too, was why they were giving her back those memories. There was that one panel where it was Wanda that ha- after having resurrected the mutants of Genosha. And I'm surprised they, not one of them, Gina or Rachel had questioned that, like, wait a minute, what did she do here? And then kind of leave it hanging for maybe another, maybe next issue or whatnot. It just kind of glossed well, over. Where would they even get that memory? Because right. they, where would they even get, there's no Wanda backup. This Wanda doesn't have that memory. No one here knows that she did that. So where did they even get that memory? So like, this, well, this comes to my argue, argument that, or my, my feeling that this issue was just very rushed and really no cohesiveness with plots and timelines. Well, the and, art, the art is very rushed. It, it is. Yes. It's very although, rushed. although did anyone else catch this? There's a couple scenes, a um, couple panels where the artist, I, I can't, I don't, I can't remember the guy's name or the artist's name, but um, Wanda looks like 
Elizabeth Olsen. She and does. Dean does yeah. look like Famke. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That was that um, David uh, Messina and Lucas Warneck did the did the issues here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, I I I happen to think they're solid writer or excuse me artists. I think Leah Williams is a solid writer. I am just profoundly confused by this issue. What this yeah. issue reads to me yeah. is that someone in editorial editorial was like, "Nope, you need to start issue three all over again, and we're on a tight deadline, so redo everything." It, it just seemed aliens. like, it, it, yeah, <laughs> they're pod people, literally. <laughs> Ooh. No, it just, aliens, it, man. Yeah, this <laughs> issue it just didn't seem like it knew where it was going. It was just kind of going wherever the wind blew them. So. And, and I feel like the, the stakes were, I don't know, like so melodramatic for kaiju monsters attacking wasp is like, then keep, we'll keep going until we make our last stand. And look at her face. She mm. really does believe this. And I'm like, no. girl, they're just kaiju monsters. Relax. Where's no. your fighting spirit? Everybody's like, oh, oh, they, they don't die after two punches. Well, guess we're done then. <laughs> Yes, I, I don't get it either. Like, I don't know. You're the motherfucking Avengers and the motherfucking Krakoans and X-Men. Do something. You'll figure it out. No, that was just a face of her um, scared that one of the telepaths is going to bring up that memory of her telling Wanda. And you thought she had children. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, she knows. Of House of M. <laughs> Asghani's oh, son. Someone is sipping some hot tea tonight. Mm. Look at that. You give her a Marvel girl mask and now she's reading the room. That's right. right. That. Omega level Hard. bitch. Omega yeah. level bitch right here. And that's a bitch with a capital V. Hey. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't that that all that stuff like really just profoundly just confused me because I don't know why. It just it these the seem like why would they be this melodramatic over monsters? Why why would they why would Gene and Rachel give wanda all this trauma back at her i i don't get it and and then yeah, yeah. it's just again this is you know why i said this was so out of character because in my opinion gene wouldn't have done this rachel wouldn't have done this they if they were going to pull memories they, they would have at least shown wanda you know the good parts for life uh and not just flutter with all the, the bad um the bad shit that that had happened dealing with her, her. Children, her yeah children. you know the memory because she didn't even remember she didn't even know who they were i mean even rachel says that she doesn't even know her sons so why not yeah. show wanda with them why not show her embracing you know them during the children's crusade and acknowledging that those are her sons instead of flashing her or flooding her with memories of house of them um decimation uh just you know her uh darker than scarlet storyline you know chathon you know whatever it's just it was like i said it was very out of character you know so but this takes me to probably my favorite thing in this issue and uh it's twofold we were talking about the art a little bit earlier and if you look very closely and i'm so sorry that they relegated him to the background but there's one thing there's one panel where uh, wanda is just showing up i think they're having that like wife question right there Mm -hmm. if you look at magneto's face in the background he's like overcome like that is just he's he's just there and everybody just kind of has a blank face and a lot Uh of it gets kind of lost with the ink and he's just like 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, because at this point, like, he's literally, his name is literally in the title. So I expected him to be either the focal character or the character of perspective. But he's just always like reacting to other people throwing things at him, often their fists. But um, it, it, it's just like we don't have a moment of him even processing the fact that his daughter is dead. There's no like, okay, assholes, give me a minute. Let me grieve. Let me punch a wall. Let me scream. I don't know anything. Not even in the privacy of his own mind. He's being like prodded by telepaths. It's like, can I just have a second? Sorry, everybody. Like, we just don't see that. And, and I want to have more of that. And that kind of, that connection between the two that is so fraught and so difficult, which brings me to my, like, absolute favorite bit was when she turns to him and asks daddy what's going on yeah mm-hmm. and he's just like oh wanda oh, oh wanda like no, it's yeah you might literally have that up right now i was gonna i was gonna mention that no you, you made a great point there petra i mean i was expect i was hoping to have magneto have that sally field moment at the end of steel magnolias you know where he's just like why why you know no. <laughs> exactly you know wanda was right well, this does look like a rough football helmet. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, if she doesn't remember her own kids, which she got those, I, I, I mean, she she found out Magneto was her her father later on. I, I'm trying to place them. I, I know by Vision Scarlet Witch Volume Two, when the twins were conceived, she had already known him as her father because at the end of Volume One, um. It, her, her parentage came up to question again. So why is she calling him daddy? I, I mean, it's these inconsistencies that I'm not trait. And, and Leah Williams is traditionally very good with character history. That's why I'm kind of thrown off here. Well, it kind of makes me wonder though. Really, and I know there's been issues. Are with you writers wandering? I'm wandering very hard. Yeah. <laughs> that it makes me wonder though, wandering that how much did she really have, to like how much room does she have with the story because there have been times with writers have come out and said look you know uh you know marvel kind of maybe stuck their hands in a little too much and told me what i could and can't do with the book so i don't know i'm to kind of give her the benefit of the doubt here maybe they just kind of yeah i don't know it just i kind of thought about that especially with the last issue you know how much does she really have to how much room does she have to play with or go yeah, this feels like there was a lot of editorial intervention. But right. In that case, I would say why the thing about Trial of Magneto, and I think this is what I was thinking going in, this was going to be a story that was going to be on the same scale as like Children's Crusade, as House of M, mm-hmm. as, you know, AVX, you know, you know yeah. like have that that big weight behind it for for Wanda, because you're dealing right now with your most popular property well i mean wanda is a a, a really hot topic right now and this story just seems very small convoluted and and very flat you know it it definitely doesn't seem like it should be its own entity you know you know its own storyline like it could have just been interwoven you know within books you know currently gone going on so i yeah it's i i agree it just it doesn't seem like it's really going really anywhere i mean you're getting more confusion and more questions than really any answers especially with how it ended so Mm. (laughs) do we want to talk Mm. about how it ended 
Well, do you want to talk about the aliens first? Oh, like, oh <laughs> yes, let's talk about the aliens as well. <laughs> because, yes. you know, nothing matters. Never mind aliens. <laughs> it's the kaiju. <laughs> That's a word now. Everyone, I wonder if there's a movie theater on Krakoa, like the one movie that everyone's watched. Like Captain America has seen Pacific Rim because he's not questioning why they're calling them that. Like mm, right. that is a that is a term now. Is that is that in the dictionary now? I don't know. But it's just like yeah. <laughs> giant monsters. No, no, no. They're kaiju. Ah, sure. Cool. Whatever. And they're self-healing. <laughs> oh no, they're oh, no. self-healing. That's it. Ooh. Game over. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're doomed. We're doomed. That's it. It's over. Fuck you, wasp. <laughs> god but <laughs> so the kaiju i i took it as they were wanda's creation because of mm-hmm. the beat and the, yeah. and the art obviously and when she got really nervous and like they came like out so yeah, yeah she gets like these pulses and yeah. then you know she's like stop it stop it stop it and then it gets bigger and bigger and it's like oh no this is chaos magic because they can't they don't have thoughts so they they just want to destroy stuff and i'm like in, you know, when we get to the end, you kind of see it reflected in that weird thing where it's like, oh, so that's what this is. Like, I, she actually says something like, this is of me or something mm-hmm. like right. something to the point where it, it could be construed as like, I'm somehow influencing this. Right. Because wasn't it said that I think uh, Dayspring, you said that Wanda was going to bring chaos to Krakoa. So yeah, I think it was here it is. Solicitations. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she has. I mean, in more ways than one, she has brought chaos to Krakoa. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, you know, I did kind of like the scenes with the twins and Wanda. I don't think we get enough scenes with the twins and Wanda. I, I know in Young Avengers Volume 2, the Kyrian Gillian, we, we had them interact. But apart from that series and maybe like here and there, they haven't had many. So I was happy that mm-hmm. they were reunited. They were worried about her mm-hmm. well-being. Billy was able to notice that something was off. And then I guess they're going to go off and show her something, but we don't know what that is. You know, this, well, I was going to say. My question is, well, my question is, where the hell is Pietro? Yeah. No. Where's he lot of, There's a lot of people who were in the same place as the people that we see in this issue that are now gone. Like mm-hmm. Emma... Whatever. I don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, I don't mind getting all the little like weird ones or the little like lesser known ones. I mean, fine. I boy gets to have this moment or whatever. Um, like, I'm okay with you. them having their little moment, but your like emergency response is terrible to non-existent. Like, wh- why is everybody just like, oh, I guess we got to evacuate. Yeah. Like, um, right. is, is there nothing in place? Like you have all these telepaths, like, uh, guys, you know, where's Charles? Where's freaking, where's the entire council? Exactly. Where's Where are all these super hard hitting power players? They're nowhere to be found. They were literally all like by the pool at the same time. And two minutes most ago. In, and most importantly, when did Lorna have time to change her costume? Oh, yes. <laughs> that's a family trait, though. If you notice in the last, ep- in the last, I keep saying episode. That's just what my brain wants to no, do. No, I with keep saying episode called, as well. Just- so last time, Magneto was on the uh, like surgery table or whatever in his black suit. And then mm-hmm. by the time, you know, Hope wakes him up and is like, you got to get to Wanda's body. And he's like, okay, fine. And by the time he gets confronted again, he switched into the right one. Yeah. Right. Like, really quick. I just, so it's a family thing. We have just a, <laughs> but a it's closet. A, 
it's what you guys just said right now. It's like they they had all these mutants there, you know, Emma and plus they they also resuscitated a dead planet and during the Hellfire Gala. So we know that the mutants are capable of great things. Listen, I, I get it. I mean, you need a plot device, everything. You need to create stakes. But like at the same time, I'm not the one doing the world building here where you're saying the mutants can resurrect an entire planet, but they can't stop three monsters from attacking Krakoa. You know, yeah. like at the very least, levitate them up into space. That probably- yeah. Yeah, exactly. How about really getting that really powerful person back in there? Yeah, that you just relegated to the sidelines. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's you, yeah. I mean, you really hit it right there, uh, Day Square. I mean, especially you know, you had uh, while they were terraforming Mars. I mean, you had Jean literally have Jamie give birth to an entire station, and she technically lifts it up into space. You know, why not her, Rachel? do the same thing with these monsters, just kind of fling them out. You know I mean? They, Eliana they... just coming in and be like, I'm the new Sorcerer Supreme or Sorcerer Supreme and just creates like a little <laughs> teleporter plate. For it, you. All right. Anything else? I'll be at the bar. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Right, exactly. Also like, and this is a pet peeve of mine. Anytime I see it. And the only time it was ever done to my satisfaction was in Captain America, the Winter Soldier. When a giant spinning wheel thing comes at you, step to the side. <laughs> what is wrong with you people? Everybody's running ahead of it. Like, no, 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 no. Newton's law is against you here. That is the one time the Winter Soldier just like casually whoop, sidestepped mm-hmm. that, that flying car and was not bothered by it at all. And I'm like, thank you, sir. That is proper protocol for this situation. Right. <laughs> Nobody's ever gotten this right. And neither have these people. I, I mean, shrug. I, I just like why, why have these three monsters here? Why couldn't it be something else? I don't know. But you know, random. It was so random. But like, I guess it's cool. The X Men fighting giant monsters. I, I think it would have been a lot better if instead of monster, there would have been kind of like manifestations of you know, Wanda's past. You know, oh, like yeah. past versions. You know, of her somehow. You know, the Chithon possession, the darker than Scarlet. You know, just. Uh, you know, because remember years ago, Jordan Matt Fraction's run when Emma goes into Cyclops' mind because he had the void, mm-hmm. and then she was battling void versions of Jean. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they could have been battling kind of like versions of Wanda, you know, that were just manifested. I, I think it would have been a bit more of a, you know, um, better fit for the story. But, you know, I'm just a reader. But again, yeah. why wouldn't someone just be like, okay, this Wanda is clearly someone resurrected Wanda against our wishes, Right. Put her aside. And again, why isn't anyone questioning where these monsters are coming from? But somebody did. And that's the thing. And oh. that was kind of the beautiful reader diversion where North Stars, who cares? Let's worry about that when they're dead. Mm-hmm. It, it was like everybody's questions like, nope, we're going to nope. fight now. <laughs> we're going to okay. fight now. Well, and speaking of North Star. That scene with like Kyle's making dinner. Oh, we're gonna have to take a rain check. I just, <laughs> I was perplexed when when they were like, "Oh, why is Kyle trying to make dinner during such a, like a high touch moment?" I, I I agree. That's like, boy, are you reading well, the room? Like, no, these burgers uh, aren't gonna grill themselves. I mean, like, I'm just so perplexed by it, and it. And it's such an odd beat in the story where Captain America tells Norse, like, tell Kyle, we're going to have to have a rain check here. And like, it, it, 
is there supposed to be an implication here with Captain America having some sort of attraction to to Kyle and, and North Star? Is it just that they want to normalize that that Captain America is friends of the gays as well? You know what I mean? I, I don't know. It felt it's such a weird plot. Do, do, does that make sense? What I'm trying to say? It just it feels does, like a it weird. It just came out of nowhere. Yeah. It feels like a just, weird beat. And what is the? Pur- I'm curious. What is the purpose of that beat? Yeah, and the fact is they, they referenced it like twice or three yeah. times because then there's Kyle in the back like, hey, but um, I thought it was kind of, I mean, God bless Captain America. He, I think he's just trying to be really proper and polite. Like, mm-hmm. I've been invited to dinner. This is so cool. This is, I want to uphold like proper manners. And it's mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, give my regrets. I mean, this means a lot to me. I got to go do this. Like I see Steve Rogers being really, and I imagine, you know, I imagine Chris Evans in my head. Like, it's just like, he's this like all shucks guy. And mm, the fact that yeah. he's so like effusive in his affection to people, I think it's, it's overcome, which is, you know, that's kind of what Joss Whedon tried to do in the Avengers. And it didn't work where he's like, there's only one God and he ain't looking like this. Mm, man. Like yeah. I was like, <laughs> that is not Steve Rogers. And I was just kind of like, maybe he's make they're trying to, make his personality not like deliberately inclusive like what you maybe are getting at but just like this is he does not care it's just like somebody he really likes invited him to dinner and now oh man there's a monster i gotta fight oh that's terrible um what got me was was actually north star's comment because captain america was like really was this we're still talking about dinner How's he, how can human. he still think about it? And then that sounded really discriminatory to me. I was like, ah, look at those humans. They're funny, aren't they? Like, it was yeah. just like, oh, buddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that would, little... yeah, that, that's so weird to say that. You know, it would be like my yeah. husband being like, oh, don't mind my husband. He's Cuban. Like, I would be like, uh, <laughs> excuse me? You know what I mean? Like, it's such a weird thing to say. I agree. Yeah. I'll see you in divorce court, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you are definitely not sleeping in the bedroom tonight unless you yes, bring in Steve Rogers. Hey, from. I'm not going to get mad. I'm going to get everything. <laughs> Don't uh, get mad. Get everything. <laughs> that's that's uh, See where you're getting your next dinner from, sir. Not me. <laughs> um, okay, well, so I think we've thoroughly covered the the issue with the exception of the, the ending. issue with the issue. <laughs> the issue with the issue. <laughs> But uh, so, yeah, so now the ending, you know, well. spin the wheel, spin the wheel. What, I, I have, I don't know. I, I just, I don't the know. The wheel is spinning yeah, in it's, my head. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's just one of those, you know, kind of uh, the spokes of the wheel keep going and it can really just go anywhere right about now. I guess where I was kind of getting from because, you know, clearly it's saying that Wanda came back, but not Oliver came back. You know, there's parts of her that I guess this part of Wanda that's missing is still in this ethereal plane of chaos, magic and whatnot. That's still evading this at the time, this mysterious white cloaked figure that, Oh, happens to be old lady Wanda. Which is the <laughs> rudest thing in the world. <laughs> I <laughs> thought it was. So you rude. Get that. <laughs> oh my lady God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Ow. she can still rock that suit. She looks great in that suit. Like, why, why, why not give her like an ultimate like name, like the Scarlet Sorceress or something like that? Like you know, or like Madam Wanda. 
Fine. Know, yeah, but like Adam Witch. <laughs> and like I guess it's supposed to be like old old man Logan. I that that's what they're playing off of, but it does not it doesn't work. I mean, it just I don't know. Old woman Wanda sounds better than old lady Wanda. I mean, that just sounds like, ma'am, do you need need help to go across the street? (laughs) (laughs) Need help going down the stairs? (laughs) It's my personal thing. Like when I had that in my head, I was like, how can I like my thing would have been like the Scarlet Sage. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love Thank you. Like her ultimate form. Mm Yeah. And that's why I love when she was like, oh, so you finally figured it out. And I was like, well, yeah, no, you and no one else because I'm lost. <laughs> I don't even know what she did. I don't even know what she hit with the axe. Like, I don't even know what I, she. Yeah. She just kind of swung it and it's just like, OK, like, girl, oh, what do you, something what went you like try to it. hit? <laughs> I just love that she went for the giant battle axe. Like, that's not in character, mm-hmm. but I can dig it like a full Viking scroll work on it and she's like yeah <laughs> all right you're really pissed then fine test your might <laughs> test your might so yeah so i guess i i didn't take this but a lot of people have said this on the interwebs that i guess old lady wanda killed <laughs> young wanda i or 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 present tense wanda because we do have a young wanda on krakoa mm. so whichever wanda prime got murdered by old it's- lady wanda like Wanda in the middle split off to super young and yeah. super old, kind yeah. of like cloven yeah. into. Oh, I didn't even think about it like that. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I shrug. Why would she do that? I don't I mean, know. I, I guess it's kind of like uh, I don't understand. What, 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 what is it that? How I took it too. It's almost as if they're kind of going the way of um, the mythology, where you have like the the three. Uh, what, what are they? Uh, the ones that you know spin the threads of life. Oh, you've got the, oh child, the, Norns, the, the three, the yeah, the three fates, the three fates. Which like the Norns of the Norse version, because you now has a Norse axe. Oh and yeah, whatever. It's same same thing. But yeah, the, right. the, the the three. Yeah, you've got the the child. Then you've got the you know, the 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 younger. Then you've got the old crone. Uh, yeah. So it just it seems like maybe kind of that's possible direction there. But I that's kind of what I took it after reading the end that they're going possibly that way. But I mean, who knows? Spin the wheel, see where you land. Maybe that's because they eliminated the middle one, like the center point. Like, imag- I'm imagining them at like you know a spectrum, or if you will, like the circle, and like the the two ends basically in the middle. Like the present Wanda is kind of the the fixed point, like the linchpin that keeps that whole dial in place. It reminds me if you if you've watched Foundation, if you haven't, no. you should. But there is. Um, a system in place where basically like the ruler of the known universe is a series of clones. There's always like an old one, uh, a like middle-aged one that's played by Lee Pace, very attractively and very intimidating. Mm-hmm. And then a young one, like they're all the same, like the clone of the first emperor. But when the old one gets too old, they clone another one. And then the old one gets like incinerated and then like they just shuffle. And so it's, they call them. They call them uh, Brother Dusk, Brother Day, and Brother Dawn. And then when they're about to die, they call them Brother Darkness. Okay. And like that's kind of what that reminded me of. And that's such a weird like it's system to do it in. And that's based on an Isaac Asimov story. So I was just like, maybe somebody read that or that whole you know what you said with the the fates. Um, which, which I'm yeah, all for. Them, 
Yeah. Everything you but just like, said. I love it. But say it. Like, but say you know, like, frame it. Right. Yeah. Like, you figured it out. Like, what is it? Tell me. Why don't they? Why is it? I guess Doctor Strange is dead. But why isn't like mm-hmm. magic or or some other, you know, magic based character here to be an authoritative figure just to spew out some ideology, some kind of thing. And that's it. Frame it for the like, readers. You know, like I just I, I yes. don't. Don't don't be afraid to, you know, kind of put it out there. I mean, you don't have to like put it, put it out there, you know, and just give everything, but just kind of oh, throw pieces, yeah. pieces of the puzzle, you know, and then yeah. at least give us some kind of understanding and not just kind of leave it high and dry. And then we have to wait another month or so just to kind right. of, well, this is what yeah. is worrying me. I, it, it doesn't look so we know Inferno happens after trial of Magneto. So we know there aren't major consequences happening to Krakoa or the council right. or Magneto. Here's the thing that I, I hope that it isn't a misfire. I want someone actually to come out being Wanda's murderer because everyone in the Stan community is having so much fun guessing who it was. I don't think there's anything in the story to suggest a character to be very clear, mm-hmm. but you have Alicia over at ex-wife who gave like this wonderful like breakdown, like, Oh, well, Wanda died at what was it like 2 AM. And then she comes through the portal at 4 AM and she doesn't have the flower to go through the portal. So maybe it's a mutant impersonating Wanda to trick Magneto. Beautiful theories. Mm-hmm. I just don't think any of it. I think it's an editorial mistake. And mm-hmm. I think, I think what we're seeing here is just another story. That's just going to have no ties to what was previously established. And, and, and I so think sad. people are going to be, it's a like game of Thrones. You just want someone on the throne. That's it. That's how you end it. You've been playing this game for yeah. how many years? Just put someone on the throne. Someone murdered Wanda who murdered Wanda. Just do it. Right. I think it, I should be. No, I'm sorry. No, yeah, I, I think that's exactly what it is. I mean, it, well, I mean, it could very well just be an editorial mistake. They were going in one direction, and then something, and they kind of decided to go another way. Then they realized their mistakes, and that they're just trying to, you know, you know, yeah, exactly. You know, just backpedal it back, and it's just kind of starting to become a bit of a convoluted mess where they don't even know what's going on, and they're just trying to figure out a way to just uh, end this. And hopefully, everyone forgets. <laughs> hey, she's a mutant again. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. it was just, they had so much opportunity and I still like wistfully think back to our first episode where we were all so excited, where's this going? Yeah, yeah. And we had all of these theories and I think actually, and I'm going to get back to that, and I think actually some of them are shaking out. Um, I, I kind of uh, reviewed what we were talking about, like, so is she dead? How did she die? Blah, blah, blah. So um, I think we were actually spot on about some of the things that are now happening, but I'm, I'm just going to have to learn to accept it for what it is and just not expect what I was hoping for. And now mm. we're just back to fighting monsters. It's too for a trial and for, it could have had this like huge, um, like sociological impact. Like it, it's always been the X Men have always been like this this microcosm of like social inequality and like if you're different but you still think you're cool and you don't get why nobody likes you like those are the people that you identify with like that's what I grew up with thinking and that's what a lot of people grew up thinking like oh yeah no I can be different but I can be cool but all these 
these things like it could feed so much into that vein that just touches people and that keeps people in the readership of all these X-Men titles, even if you do not care for whatever the main character is. Um, but instead, now we're just fighting giant monsters that we don't know where they came from. We don't know why they're there. And we, we just like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, they're still fighting. It's cool. But if we're now to some really like action laden uh, fair that I don't know how they're going to resolve it in two issues. Like where, like what kind of left turns do we need to brace for an X? It's, it's like the story to, to piggyback off of what you're saying, because I agree. I think the X-Men works so well on that deep metaphor. And so does Wanda, Wanda with grief mm-hmm. and trauma. So this is something and everyone psychological wants. issues. Yeah, yeah. Everyone wants to read this. And it feels like the book is purposely giving itself unnecessary plot and 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 muddling it, like you were saying, Ascani Sun, like getting muddled in itself. Like up again, I am still not over last issue where they're like, let's give a tour of the island. Oh no, the Avengers can't see resurrection. We have to have Ooh. this huge big ro- roost. I'm like, Look at me it's here. a fucking island. Don't take them to that part of the island. Don't schedule any resurrection yeah. for it's, that it's hour. Like a- yeah, it's just, it was like I said last episode. I mean, why are they doing this on the island? They could have just gone to the X-Men's base in New York and had this, uh, you know, yeah. conversation. So <clears throat> where I was kind of thinking, what I was just kind of thinking right now as you guys were talking was, I feel like they're kinda, they've kind of done a little too much too soon, especially with the revelation of Wanda being alive. I think they could have saved that moment for this issue. Now, I'm going to date myself here a little bit now because I remember as a kid, you know, me and my mom, we would watch this show, um, Dark Shadows, but it was the revival, Dark Shadows, that, back in 1991. Uh, I clearly was not alive during the original, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they came out with a revival in, in 91, and my, me and my mom, we would watch it all the time. And there was an episode, and it was one of those where it was just, and it only lasted one season, but, uh, and this show suffered from doing too much too soon, but there was a, an episode where the main character, Victoria winners ends up going back in time and she meets her doppelganger, Josette Dupree, I think it was her name. And uh, because they're trying to figure out, you know, the whole backstory of one of this Collins. So in the past, there is this witch Angelique who is infatuated with him and she's not a good person whatsoever. Yeah. And so she ends up dying, curses him, and they bury her body. But there is a scene, uh, it's like a few episodes before the finale, and they're putting Victoria on trial because she's being accused as a, of a witch. This could be Magneto, you know, right now, putting him on mm-hmm. trial for accusing her, accusing him of murdering Wanda. Then during the court scene, all of a sudden, here comes Angelique, alive and well, and everybody's aghast. How is, how is she here? How is she alive? Because she was dead. This could have been Wanda at this very issue coming in and everyone just looking like, what the fuck? How are you here? You were just dead. So, I mean, it just, I feel like sometimes I get, and this is why I miss comics of the 80s and the 90s where it's not always, ha- it does not have to be so action-packed all the time. Mm-hmm. You can tell a good story and tell it dramatically and still be, have the reader intrigued and thrilled by it you know it's there's you can have these deep dialogues these discussions thought bubbles i i miss seeing those of characters thinking and the drama i just feel like gets 
kind of shoved aside for unnecessary action, like with these monsters, you could have done anything else, but I felt like it just really muddled the story even more. It's like, okay, I'm sure they're going to get explained, but mm. I just didn't feel like it was necessary. There could have been more of a eerie, dramatic, you know, ness to the, I just, I just felt like, you know, the revelation of Wanda being alive in the second issue most probably should have happened this issue. Yeah. You got two more after this. What I wanted kind of, I wanted something where it was like that whole, like, well, guess we're screwed. Wasp just sounds like somebody who's like, well, this isn't going to work and just goes home. Like I'm going to clock out for this. Size it down. Not my my circus, not my monkeys. You guys are done. I'm going home. Um, But um, I was thinking about like, what could be a catastrophe that would warrant this feeling of inevitable defeat i would have wanted because in the first issue wanda's body kind of like sinks into the vines Mm. you know and it's it's disappeared i kind of would have loved and let's let's write some fan fiction here real quick i would have wanted her to like come out of wherever she sank into and from that fissure Krakoa just disintegrating. Yeah. This is something you cannot fight. What can you do? The land is like literally splitting apart. You can't, there's no metal you can manipulate. There is no, you can't throw a shield at it. You can't blast it with your hand cannon. You can't do anything about that. This is like as something as simple as not even just an earthquake, but like an island sized sinkhole Mm -hmm. that is just chaos magic propelled. Because clearly, like the absence of like Wanda Prime, shall we call her, and has like caused a rift that maybe, maybe not like brought about these monsters. And I was just like, the inevitability of a natural catastrophe is so much more potent as a storytelling device for these superpowered individuals. It's not always kryptonite, you know. It's it, it's just right. like how do we have these like OP characters? How, how do we give the weaknesses without making them look silly? Which I think mm-hmm. this is a trap we're falling into here. Captain America, like, boink, shield. Eh. Like, oh, but that didn't do anything. Never mind. So um, I was just like, give them something that is unfightable. This whole thing that they've built is crumbling under their feet. And you just got to get away from it. Like, yeah. that's all you can do. And I, I, that's something that I wanted instead of just weird, colorful monsters. Yeah, maybe like a, a creation, uh, a, a black hole of chaos magic, you know, yeah. or as you as you described, you know, what if, you know, Wanda was absorbed into Krakoa and somehow because she's not considered a mutant, somehow that influences Krakoa and Krakoa mm-hmm. begins to attack the mutants, you know, in itself and how are they going to stop that when Krakoa is literally the entire island? How are you going to fight an entire island? Mm-hmm. You know, just give some kind of peril, you know, where, yeah, then you can have Wasp looking like that. And kind of get back here. Didn't Wasp and Magneto kind of have a bit of a love affair during Secret Wars? Oh, Ew. yeah. Ew. Yeah. Ugh. Disgusting. Mm. Just like Eric, Maddie and Nate. Really? Oh no, Maddie and Nate, stop it. Shut up. Maddie and Nate are a perfect couple. 
I knew you were. <laughs> I knew that was going to get you. That is a mount I will die on. I will die on that <laughs> Madeline Nate Gray. <laughs> <laughs> and look, real quick, I just want to say, I stand Ma- uh, Madeline as the new Queen of Limbo. So yes, same. I'm all right with it. I'm all yeah. right with it. All right, guys. So let's hope next issue, issue number four, will be a bit better. Well. I think we were actually, I got to pat us on the back real quick because at the end of the first episode, we were saying like, is the Scarlet Witch dead? And we pretty much unanimously were like, nah. And uh, you said something, uh, Dayspring, about like, yeah, they're going to come up with an older backup, which is exactly what is happening now. So Mm -hmm. points for you. And um, I was like, yay. Um, And I was thinking, uh, and Ascani, I think you were too, uh, it was like, did Magneto kill her? And, And I was, I think it was me saying something like, Oh yeah, if he did, then it was some kind of like it, it's more of like an assisted suicide situation where it was right. like prearranged or whatever. Like he might be complicit in the sense maybe with the backup or like because they said mm-hmm. this is where Magneto's backup went. So I guess that's where that went. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. If Ra- Rachel or Jean in their little telepathic communication is like, well, that explains where Magneto's cerebro backup went. I'm like, meh. Did he like submit it with his name on it? I don't know. But um, <laughs> eh? but it, it was something where it was like, if he had something to do with it, it was with her express permission because there's really nothing you can do to the Scarlet Witch that she doesn't want done. So um, it, it, it was it was just something um, where I think, I just want to end it on a happy note saying that like we were right about a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go us. But yeah, I agree with you. I hope they come up with something to resolve this. And I, I don't want it to end in just a giant monster fight. Right. Mm. No, we need a little bit more. But all right. Mm-hmm. Next issue, issue number four, when it releases, we will be back and we will be relaunched as Power of X-Men Apocalypse. Ooh, boy. Okay. Oh boy. I know. So, more on that later. But, anyways, Ascani Sun, where can the fine folks at home find you? I'm telepathically uh, connecting all of you right now to my Instagram page at mdbrower81 and to Twitter at mikebrower81. Woohoo! Hall of Femme, where can the fine folks at home find you? They got this for your telepath. <laughs> 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 I already follow you. You don't need this. Um, I am at Hall of Femme, mostly on Instagram, and that's sometimes on Facebook. And if you find yourself in the Oklahoma City area, uh, tomorrow night is the actual literal Hellfire Gala. So if you have a costume that you've always wanted to wear and show off, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be fancy. It's going to be lit. Yes, can't wait. Please tag in, in those photos. Yes. We can yeah. amplify. I will spam like you wouldn't believe. Dance. All right, guys, please rate and review this podcast. And you can hit us up on Instagram at Power of X Men. We do have a shirt with Ascani Sun. That's Doug Ramsey, not me with bleach hair. <laughs> that is available it for is. a limited time. So please yes. go to Ascani Sun's Instagram page, click on the link, and check out that wonderful bounty. And folks, as always, I'm the Uncanny Day Spring signing off. Bye. Bye.